0: be metal the way it was meant to be. Make you open the door, but I say never, no never, I will never let that
1: Welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem's Metal Matinee. It's another survival of the fittest series, and this time we're up to the year 1996. And by this time, most of the classic metal bands of the 80s have been long gone, dead, buried. They've imploded upon themselves and just didn't survive this decade. It was a hard time. You know, different types of music were coming out and different genres of metal, new metal, rap metal, and all that other kind of shit And, you know, the ones that did survive, they managed to keep going and put out record after record. And you know what? They're still doing it today, doing this great resurgence we've been having over the last few years. And that was Blitzkrieg. And that comes off the album Ten from the year 1996. And uh, as long as the him, Brian Ross, we've had him on the show before, and he'll be back next week. We got Brian Colton live. It's going to be very early on in the show because it's late in the U.K. So probably right after the show starts at 6 o'clock, we'll have Brian on. This was a pretty good record I mean, there were a couple of tunes on this album That were done in the past on other Blitzkrieg records uh, They were reworked, uh, new lyrics, uh, different sound. Uh Buried Alive was one of them Also, Caught in the Act, which was an old uh, Satan tune Or at least it was supposed to be a Satan song It uh, never happened, but uh, Brian, re- you know, redid it for Blitzkrieg But they actually took the name of the song for the title of that first record And, uh, you know, speaking of Satan, you know, they have a brand new record coming out also uh, it was supposed to be uh, at the end of this month, but I think it got kind of pushed back to the beginning of May. I'm not sure. We'll check with Brian on that next week. And matter of fact, the week after that, there's like an old Satan month in April. Uh, Steve Ramsey from Satan is going to be calling in. So uh, it looks like we're going to be playing a lot of Satan music over the next couple of weeks. But that was a real solid record. Good sound. And Brian is an absolutely amazing singer. Well, let's keep going what we have How about some Sweet Savage, another band that put out a record in 1996, one I think of the only two that they did put out, here you go, (laughs) DUD. Their uh, 1985 demo on the show this past Sunday, it's up on the block spot uh, for download. But those guys were great, man. I was such a fan of them, and I still am. They kept plugging away at it, and that's matter of fact, the name of your album plugged in permanent from 1996. And uh, that was the five knuckle shuffle you know, lipstick stolen the virtues of beating the meat or choking the chicken or putting your hand on your gland, like he says. They just kept putting out the album out. I mean. These are some really good records that had out in the 90s, just that most people had forgotten about Anvil at that time. Not until the movie came out that people took notice of them again, but there were some real solid records that they put out. So, you know, if you have a chance, go back to the old catalog and look at them. A lot of these albums have been re-released and have some bonus tracks on them. And I'm looking forward to seeing them with the Sal on bass uh, on May 11th in uh, Freehold, New Jersey. It's going to be a great show. So if in the area, don't forget to go and check them out. You got Twisted Sister on the bill, T.T. Quick, Raven, The Rods, Lords of Mercy. Going to be a killer show, and I'm looking forward to that. All right, well, 1996, like I said, it was a rough year. You know, the whole decade was rough for classic metal from the 80s. But this is really was like, you know, the death knell of it, and wasn't much happening for a lot of bands. All the big, like, you know, headlining arena acts, like the Scorpions, um, well Metallica actually had a load out that year I won't play nothing on it because uh, I think that was a load of shit but I'm talking like the Scorpions Judas Priest, Rob Halford had left the band a year or two before this and uh, matter of fact this was uh, 1996 was when Ripper joined the band so Priest you know, started getting back together after that and you know they put out some records but they weren't playing out live, the Scorpions weren't playing out live Ozzy, Iron and none of them had records out this was a tough time, Bruce Dickinson uh, had another solo record out that year just trying to think of the name of it, but it's uh, Skunk Rex. That was the album that he had out. So it was kind of rough. He didn't have any of those big uh, headlining acts like ACDC playing out live putting records out. Dio was about the only one, and uh, he really wasn't headlining arenas anymore. The days of headlining Madison Square Garden were over, and the two records that he had out at that time, uh, a lot of people just didn't care for them. They kind of like abandoned Ronnie for a while. Uh, but, you know, we'll get something on off of one of those records later on. Uh, Dream, uh, Angry Machines, I'm sorry. We'll do that a little later on in the show, but... Uh, Right now, let me see, who did form that year? Nightwish came out, Lordy, uh, God Forbid, Disturbed. A lot of these bands are still playing today. We don't play most of them on the show. Uh, Nightwish and Sonata Artica, they have like that epic sound, you know, that uh, symphonic metal, and I kind of dig them, but most of the other bands that came out aren't bands that we play here or are really into, but those are like a few of the bands that came out in 1996, and breaking up in 1996, uh, Phil Down extreme called it a day skid row packed it in even though they're back together you know uh not long after that with a new singer and our trouble called it a day for a while back in the day so those are some of the bands that broke up and got back together but we'll get back to the music right now some german metal for you holy moses with rock and roll forever I apologize. I, for some reason, I, I said that was the German, Holy Moses, just because it's the more famous one. And when I heard it wasn't Sabina thing, I realized it was the U.S. version of the band, uh, the one from North Carolina. Uh, that, that, it's off the Rock and Roll Forever record from 1996. It was the band's last record. Killian Conn was a singer. He just does like this really bad Ozzy impersonation, it sounds like, in that song. And that, that tune actually sounds like a song off of the Blizzard of Oz record if you know what I'm talking about. But that's the title track of the album, and the song is Rock and Roll Forever. And uh, it's funny, because a year after that, the band, well, he left the band, or the band broke up or whatever, but the name of the band was Killian Khan, and that album was released again under that name. So there's two versions of the record out there with the same exact songs on it. I don't know why or how that happened, but it did. Uh, like I said, it uh, <laughs> sounds a lot like Ozzy. All right, we were talking about deal before with Angry Machines. Uh, we'll get a song off of that record for you right now. That was the last record to feature Vinnie Apathy on uh, drums. And, you know, Tracy G was in the band at that time. And a lot of people just didn't care for these albums. And, you know, Ronnie was definitely trying to come up with a different sound or, or to try to sound more modern, and more relevant to what was going on at the time. You know, and uh, this is what we got out of it. I wasn't crazy about these records earlier on when they first came out. Uh, But listening back to them years later, I can really get into them. I really dig them. You know, there's a lot of work on here by uh, Jeff Pilsen, who worked with, you know, uh, with uh, Tracy G on a lot of these songs. There's some pretty good tunes on the sound when you you think about it. So uh, sit back, enjoy Dio. This is your life. Man of War's 1996 record, Louder Than Hell, that was Outlaw. And by this point in time, Man of War, to me, was kind of a joke. I mean, they just kept repeating the same stuff over and over again, album-wise, lyric-wise. I know, you you know, it's, it's nice having something you like and familiar with, but after a while, I mean, you got to just give something a little different out. I know they, that's not something Man of War's big on doing over there, but I just couldn't tell one song apart from the other. Every song had that same kind of thunder and riffing. The lyrics? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I was a big fan of the band back in the early days, and I'm glad they're still out there putting out albums, but, you know, just let's mix it up a little bit. How about writing a song that was something a little different for a change? All right, well, let's move away from that right now. It's time for our Metal Matinee, Bootleg Artist of the Week, and this week it's none other than the king himself, King Diamond. Uh, he does a duet on a, on a song off the new Volbeat record. I just got a copy of it, so I haven't really had a chance to sit down and listen to it, so I'm curious to see what it sounds like. Well, be the one of those bands that I could do with or without. I mean some of the tunes I kinda get into and some I just don't really care for at all. But I do want to check out the new record to see what King is up to these days and hopefully we'll have a new record this year. He's getting active again concert wise and you know my ultimate dream while we're all still alive and healthy is to get that original Mercer Fate liner back together to go and do a tour. There would be nothing better than that for me. All right, but like I said, here's uh, King Diamond. Here's our Mel Matinee Bootleg Goddess of the Week. Head over to the block spot. There's a show up there, I believe, from Holland in 1987. So go download yourself a copy of it. Off the Graveyard Record from 1996 is Black Hill Sanitarium. Off of my least favorite whiplash record from 1996's Cult of One. The band had expanded to a five piece outfit at that point in time. Uh, Rob Gonzo had taken over the vocals. They've gone through a couple of singers at this point. Uh, the only good thing was Tony only was back in the group for this record. Joe Cancellosi had part of Raised the band, the album before that. Uh, but I just didn't, you know, Whiplash was such a great thrash metal band early on. They were so original. And this album is just a clear ripoff of Pantera. At least the sound Pantera was doing at, at that point in time in the 90s. It sounds exactly like a Pantera ripoff record. I just never got this whole record. Uh, it should never been made in my opinion. But what are you going to do? All right, let's see. What else was going on in 1996 at that time? Uh, let me see. Sammy Hagar left Van Halen. Uh, I remember that's when David Lee Roth got back into the band uh, during the MTV uh, Music Awards. Uh, that, li- that was a real short lived thing. <laughs> uh, Sam Hago was back in not long after that. We already said that Tim Ripper Owens had hooked up and joined Judas Priest at that time, replaced with Rob Halford on vocals. That was the year the first Ozfest uh, came out with Ozzy headlining Slayer and Danzig. Uh, the original lineup of Kiss got back together, which was great because that was the first time I got to see the original lineup I was ever able to get to a show. Uh, before the original lineup kind of broke up back in the, the early 80s. Actually, the late 70s, whenever it was. I was just a little too young to go to a show on my own and nobody else would take me back then. And uh, Greg Christensen left Testament at that time, leaving Eric Peterson as the only original member in the band. Also, Slash left Guns N' Roses. So a lot happened in 1996. Uh, next up, how about some impale of everybody of the Undead Things record. These guys just pumping out album after album. the 90s and one was better than the next so here you go some sci-fi classic Halloween with Power, that comes off the Time of Oath record from 1996, and uh, at that point in time, there was only two original members left in the band, Marcus and Michael, the bass player and guitar player, Andy Dearest, who was singing, he's been in the band 20 years now, and that was his second record. Uh, with the group. Uh, The first one was Master of the Rings and the band started getting back in the form at that time. Yeah, they'll never get that earlier sound back. They wanted to move away from that early on become more of this power metal band where they were known more as a speed metal band actually early on in their career. But they were solid. Like I said, Andy's been singing with them now for almost 20 years so time really does fly by. All right, let me see a few other records that came out in uh, 1986. Rage had two records out that year. Lingua Mortis and End of All Days, uh, let me see Warrant had Belly to Belly Steve Vai had Fire Garden Van Halen had a Best of record out at that time Pantera the Great Southern Roll Kill I, I can't get all these uh, records on the one hour show we only have enough time for two more songs and I already got them lined up but let's just us give you a little heads up of what's happening Marilyn Manson had the Antichrist Superstar record out I Earth the Dark Saga uh, Fu Manchu It's got all about those guys huh with In Search Of and Forbidden had Green Out and uh Def Leppard was slang. the Purple was uh, perpendicular. Cradle of had a record out that year. Uh, so did Accept. We had Udo Dirk Schneider on the show this past weekend, and uh, he played last night in New York. I wouldn't know how it went because somebody left me off the guest list, so I couldn't get in. But that's another story. <laughs> but uh, uh, 1996 brought Predator out by Accept. That was the land's best record with Udo before he left to go back to his uh, own solo band, Udio. And they have a new record out steel hammer it's rock solid you know Udo's putting out records like except used to in the day uh, but except they're putting out records like except used to because they've gotten back together over the years with Mark and they've been putting out some solid records two in a row and I hear that they're getting ready to go into the studio to work on the third one with Mark and vocals so I'm looking forward to hearing that All right, well, let me just remind everybody, this Sunday night, got a great show lined up for you. Talk about a lot of guests. I've got Tony, Matt, Joe, Danny, and Frank from Leisure Lord calling in live. It's going to be an amazing show. But first up that night, George Neal and Brian Thomas from Halloween they are coming back on. Last week, we had a lot of pre-recorded interviews because of the time schedule. But this week, everybody's on live. So don't forget to tune in at 6 o'clock for Leisure Lord at Halloween. It's going to be an amazing show. But right now... I've got some Motorhead with the murder show. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. I appreciate it. That was Vicious Rumors with Chopping and Block, and that came off the 1996 record that uh, it was something burning. That was the first album to feature Jeff Thorpe, the guitar player, on vocals. I know Carl Albert uh, had passed away, and uh, Jeff took over singing duty for a little while anyway. And that was a real good record over, and I always enjoyed that one. All right, like I said, thank you for listening to everybody. I do appreciate it. I will see you guys Sunday night with my guest. Everybody from Leisure Lord will be calling in as well as George Neal and Brian Thomas from Halloween. So don't forget to tune in at 6 o'clock. I'll see everybody then. Take care.